All good videos should have midgets. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the weirdness. Why are we wearing bras on our heads? The history. Live Aid. We're coming together. And the simple pleasures. All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. I'm sorry I'm out of breath, but whenever I hear Men Without Hats, I have to get on the tabletop and dance. Dance. Dance the safety because dance. I know, and there's no safety to dancing on top of this particular table. No, it's there's quite rickety. not. Hey, this is Steve Spears, your host for Stuck in the 80s from TampaBay.com. With me, my lovely co-host, Kathy Wass. Hello. No, this entire show is not about men without hats. No, if it thank were... God, because, well, it'd be over in about three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> three and a half more seconds, please. Because they, they only had one of their hit song. This is actually... What, what, uh, wait, another? They did. What was it? Pop Goes the World. Oh. Uh, mm. I love that song. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to talk about the one-hit wonders of 1983 today. And yes. uh, there Woo-hoo. were quite a few. There were. Some of these you're going to go, well, you know, were they really a one-hit wonder? And other ones you're going to go, I have no idea what song you're playing. <laughs> exactly. Some of these songs are best left forgotten in the dustbins of history. Safety Dance would be one of them. No! Yes. God, no! Oh, no. no! I can't. No. No. And that video, there were midgets. All good videos should have midgets. I'm afraid of midgets. Were there female midgets? Mm, no, I think it no. just male midgets. Yeah. Did you like the movie Willow? Because it had a lot of midgets oh, in it. And that might yeah, probably freak you out a little see, too. Yeah. Val Kilmer. Oh well, Val Kilmer. He's not yeah. a midget. No, he's not. Yeah, but you would watch Willow then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, even with the midgets. Them. Yes, even with okay. the midgets. No, I would say Safety Dance has got to be on my list of top ten guilty pleasures of the eighties. Oh, okay. Of course, six of those we can't actually repeat on the podcast. <laughs> so no, but, we can't. No, I'm, I'm gonna say, what would another one be? Mm. Wouldn't be uh, anything by uh, Taco, that's for sure. Oh, God, no. Putting on the Ritz. <laughs> Thank God we left that song back in 1982. I but anyway, know. Safety Dance, yes. Men Without Hats by the Brothers. They were brothers. See, right. I didn't know that. Ivan, I'm glad I can come here and learn things. You can. That's what we're here for. Ivan and Stefan Doroshuk. I hope I'm Doroshuk. Doroshuk, I think. A Canadian pop. Group from yeah. Montreal, Quebec. Yeah, that's not very so, French, but okay. One more thing we can blame on Canada. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, I'm blaming I mean, them. It's, it's funny because as I looked at my list of songs for uh, this week's show, there was like, quite a few from Canada. And uh, I don't know if that's a coincidence or not. I don't know. But uh, mm-hmm. no, I love uh, I love Men Without Hats. I wish they'd been around a little bit longer and cranked out a couple more midget videos. <laughs> midget videos. But, but uh, thanks, thankfully for me, no. Yeah, but they're still actually but around. They at least regrouped. that's not really. Yeah, they regrouped back in 2003 and released uh, No Hats Beyond This Point. 
And um, if you want to know how the name came about, there's this popular but unconfirmed tale, according to our favorite website, that the name originated from a misread announcement on one of their early gigs. I think they might have been at one point called Men Without Hate. Oh, which, you know. Which is a more peaceful, loving sort right. of thing and makes a little more sense. But no, but I love Men Without Hats. But where did the safety dance come from? What the heck? You know, as I've learned over the years, there's no such thing as a safety dance. No matter how I dance, <laughs> I look like a complete <laughs> idiot. No one is safe when no. Steve dances. I actually took swing dancing lessons at one point. Oh, my God. My back still hurts in a few spots from those. In fact, you can hear it cracking literally Was during the, the show. Was the old ankle injury? Rear its ugly head. And my ruptured spleen as well. Oh. It's just okay, ugly. Chris Sims. So uh <laughs> Chris Sims does it well. Our poor <laughs> Buccaneer quarterback. Our quarterback spleen plays lift. with a ruptured spleen and Steve just ruptures his swing dancing. Right. I'm sure that wasn't the only thing I ruptured, but once again, podcast safe <laughs> conversation. Puppies. No, we're not gonna think about it. Okay, so we'll leave men without hats back in nineteen eighty three where they belong. Please. But meanwhile, our producer says he's got some other uh Gems, shall we say? Gems. We could use that term loosely. Hit us with your best shot. I'm Please. sorry. Every time I hear that song, I have to get up and do the little. Uh, I know the flash dance. The flash dance, and dance. It's horrifying. I think that's actually how I broke my spleen. <laughs> but uh, Michael Cimbello. Oh man, yes, one of the top-grossing songs from the Flash Dance soundtrack. Soundtrack, yes. Big fan of that movie. Um, I would imagine you were probably a bigger fan. No, 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 it's no. Still, no. But you um, don't have a thing for Jennifer Beals. Not really. Is she still around? She's still doing. She is. She was doing uh, the L word for a while. That, well, that's that a show. show, right? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, I thought you were trying to give me like some code for something. Like, no, well, so. the L is stands for lesbian. Like when I tell you I want to go do the D thing. No. Michael Cimbello, not a Canadian. Not <laughs> Canadian. So we, Actually from Philly. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. He's actually been around for a while. He's um he's worked with a lot of people as a professional musician yeah. and a studio guitarist. He's done work with uh, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross. Uh, who else? Shaka Khan. <laughs> I think he actually was nominated for a Grammy for this song. I don't think he won it, though. But he's also done some soundtrack work. If you if you watch the movie Cocoon or Gremlins, two other 80s, dare uh, I say, classics. Yeah. Soundtracks by Mr. Shambello. Anyway, so what's uh, next on our uh, yes, trip please through Please get uh, that time? song out of my head. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't think I've heard that song maybe in 22 years. Yeah, I would think so. Who is that? That is, 
OXO, I believe. OXO. 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 Is it OXO or OXO? We don't know. I don't know because we can't find a damn thing about this band. This band has disappeared from the face of the earth, ladies and gentlemen. I found one obscure reference to the son of the guy in the band making some sort of documentary about it, but I can't, that's <laughs> oh, all I can okay. find. That's beautiful. That's, Isn't that? That's A plus research. Yes. I can see why they pay you the big bucks. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, well, so- I throw the gauntlet out. If someone can tell us about them, <laughs> yeah, sure. That's Whirly Let us Gr- know. The name of the song is Whirly Girl. Whirly Girl. And uh, they OXO opened up for Holland Oats when I saw them playing St. Petersburg back in 1984. Oh, okay. So you've seen them. And I, yeah, I want to say their set lasted about 12 minutes. <laughs> I remember they were playing. And it was three. Uh, Whirly Girl three yeah, times. Yeah, three times, including the dance edition. Oh, and then the of course extended a, remix, and then the ballad acoustic version of it. Yeah, but that no, was they, my favorite. They played it, and I remember I was with my friend John Sharp. Special call out to John, and he and he freaked, and he he was a big OXO fan. I think he actually owned their album or their I, EP, yeah. and uh, he one of he actually wanted to see OXO almost as much as he wanted to see wow. Hall and Oates. At the time, I'm thinking you're totally insane. Well, yeah. So, I think he even bought an OXO concert shirt. Oh. <laughs> and I tried to get him on the phone today. He's like, you know, to, to ask him, you know, more about the band, but alas, I can't reach him. Uh, he is. He's oh, gone underground. We're stuck in the 80s. He's lost in the 80s. <laughs> lost. <laughs> so, some of these days, one of these days, we'll get around to asking him. So, yeah, we don't know much about him, but there it is. And There uh, it is. Unbelievably, one or not, that was actually a popular song back in 83. It was. Surely, whatever you have cooked up next, Maestro, could not be nearly as obscure. Sultry sounds of Spando Ballet. Ballet. Oh, I loved them. Weren't they great? They were. And they were so dreamy. They were. They, they dressed snappy. <laughs> they did. They I think did. They're, the, they're the epitome of snappy, snappiness. Yeah. But they're English, obviously. Yes. As, as any band named Spando Ballet should be. Well, yeah. Can you imagine like a band from Philly being called Spando Ballet? No. I would think that that would probably get you beaten up in Philly, calling yourself oh, Spando Ballet. Oh, I bet. Yeah, you would get things thrown on you when you performed. Now, now you actually know a little bit about this band. I do. I was a big Spando Ballet fan. Tell me about them. What else do you want to know? <laughs> Who they, was in it? They were uh, well. It was uh, Martin Kemp and Gary were the brothers. And uh, I knew you were going to ask me that because now I can't even remember the. They were in a movie together. Singer. Yes, they were. I love that movie. What was it called? It was called The Craze, and it was, I think, based on a real-life psycho killer brother mobster hitman group in England. (laughs) And, yeah, they were creepy, creepy in it. Was it an 80s 80s movie? No, I think 90s. 90s, so it was way after Spando Ballet had disbanded. Right. So, But I think Martin went on – well, no, they both went on to do more things, not – um, I think Gary Kemp was in The Bodyguard, and I know he was, Martin. Actually. Yeah, and Martin was in a well-known movie called The Paper Bride. Yeah, that I saw on cable one night at like three a.m. One of those so, kind yeah. of movies? <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't. I it didn't was on like a that, Lifetime. <laughs> I didn't figure for that kind of girl. No, but I dig that about you. <laughs> 
it wasn't. It was like 3 a.m. on Lifetime, okay? Not- Supposedly they were big rivals with your favorite band. Oh, yes, Duran Duran. Duran. They were. Can you believe that? I can't really imagine a Spando Ballet Duran Duran throwdown. No. They, they pull out <laughs> bottles of hairspray. Like, no, my hair. No, nobody touch <laughs> the face. <laughs> they uh, got their name after a visit to Spando spend out a section of Berlin, Germany. Supposedly. Oh, cool. The inspiration, uh, I guess there was some graffiti they had seen that looked kind of uh, funky cool, and so they uh, adapted that because originally they were called The Makers. Ooh, no. Not going not gonna to happen. No. Not going to happen. But uh, they were part of the British New Romantic movement in the 80s. Yes. And, they kinda, and then they sort of adopted that uh, dreamy, uh, wearing the nice... Slim suits. And yes. Sanitol. They have one of their really popular song, Gold. Gold. And that was a very cool video, too. It was a good song. I mean, the video for True is just them standing around yeah. singing, right? I yeah. Was, gold, this is it was sort of a Bond sort of thing. And, That's Or right. she was spray-painted all gold, and then at the end there was like one puzzle piece, and oh, when like you put that in, supposedly she died because she was all covered in gold. Oh, like Goldfinger, right? Yeah. Yeah. There yeah, you go. Boy. there you go. Oh, they're kicking it old school. Yep. Hey, actually, you know, another group that sampled this song, I believe it was in the 90s, PM Dawn. Oh, yeah. For the song Set Adrift in Memory Bliss. I guess. This song so much. I actually bought the whole album just for this. Song. Just for that. Remember, song. remember back in the day when you used to do that. Yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> How do? You, yeah. Well, long before iTunes, my friends, yes. you used to have to buy. You used to have to album. buy that modern English album <laughs> for oh, the I, one song. Right. And I owned After the Snow for the After one. the Snow. On Everybody vinyl. has their After the Snow story. <laughs> Our producer bought After the Snow <laughs> for one song. The record we funded their college education <laughs> for that one song. You know the record industry would just love to go back to those days. I know it. Ah, $14 for one song. song. Beautiful, yep. beautiful. Anyway, yeah. what's next on the list? Yes, bring it on. Martin Briley. Oh, wow. An MTV classic. Yes. Do you remember that video? Oh, I do. Oh, my God. I just recently bought like this video off of eBay that has all these videos from the 80s on it, like about 50 videos on it. And this is like number three on the list. Wow. And um, I can't help it. I jump out of my seat every time I hear it. I I like that song. It's like an, I love the angry part of it. I think there's part of me in it that loves. Well, anytime you have a happy song that says, you're not worth the salt in my, my tears. tears. I mean, you I know, know. give people credit for a line like that. I know it. Martin Briley, English, of course, like all yes. the good ones are. He, in, at the age of 17, he actually formed a band whose name was, wait for it, Mandrake Paddle Steamer. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, they shortened it to Mandrake. After right. that, I'm not uh, sure why the paddle steamer part didn't I just would have shortened, I, would have, I think I would have shortened it just to Steamer. Steamer. <laughs> I love it. But uh, we mock him. We mock he deserve, him. No. He does not deserve it because no. he actually um, recorded at the legendary Abbey Road uh-huh. studio. He worked with George Martin of the you know the oh, famous yeah. uh, Beatles producer. Yeah. 
And uh, he was actually one of the most sought-after session guitarists oh, yeah. of his day. He toured with Meatloaf, I believe. I'm sorry. And uh, <laughs> you don't like Meatloaf? No. Uh, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with Meatloaf <laughs> that the, we can't uh, go into. <laughs> oh, don't, don't do that. What's which, No. Okay, no, another no, day. No, another day. Another day. I want to do a whole show about Meatloaf. I know. Then I want to have some Meatloaf because no. I'm starving right now. <laughs> I know, me too. I hope you can't hear my stomach. But, uh, yeah, Martin Prowley's, you know, you don't hear about him much anymore. No. But he's certainly, I would say he's Mr. 1983. Yeah. If, if we had, like. He, I read something where he's, like, still shocked that people even want to still hear the song. Really? Does he not yeah. like it? Well, no. He, I think he just had no idea that it would have that sort of longevity. What's next on the list? Well, she is not too proud to cry out loud. She runs to the street and she screams. <laughs> I've been entertaining the group here with my yeah. If my, only we had video. <laughs> well, my impression of Meatloaf, meatloaf singing this song. Singing this song, <laughs> but it's not Meatloaf. It's moving pictures. Moving pictures. What about me? Hey, this is a group from uh, Sydney, Australia. The Australian <laughs> Meatloaf. <laughs> right. I guess uh, uh, Meatloaf is very big in uh, Australia. <laughs> hence this blatant ripoff. But yes. No, I love. Uh, I love this song. You know what I love about it? I remember. I saw the video for it way back when, and it was a concert video. And so they're playing this song, and there's this crowd. It must have had to be filmed in Australia because the crowd was just, like, losing it. I mean, the <laughs> girls, their eyes were just, like, exploding with tears, and they were they were wailing at like, ah, my favorite song ever. And they're all singing along, and I'm like, what are they singing? I've never heard this song <laughs> before in my life. I mean, you know, did I, like, just, you know, appear on the planet two days ago or something? Because it was just this phenomenal reaction like you'd see at a a U2 show or something. Wow. But uh, Who knew? It was moving pictures. And um, you could call them a one-hit wonder. I don't think the Aussies would appreciate that. Yeah. And uh, since we're real big on Australia, I guess we shouldn't say it, but just about every one-hit wonder list you look at on the internet has them listed. They, um, they're still around, actually. They were back on the top of the Australian music charts as recently as 2004. Really? Yeah. um, I guess because... Australia has their own version of American Idol. Oh, okay. And one of their runner-ups covered that song. Oh, okay. So the um, another, it's, another a, it's a little overwrought. Yeah, <laughs> but the, so were the eighties. So yeah, yeah. Good point. <laughs> you, you know, there is another um, place where you'll hear their music in popular American culture, and that's in the movie Footloose. Oh. With um, they sing the song Never. Oh, okay, okay. Do you remember that? Here's a yeah. couple. Here's a couple bars of that. It's uh, moving pictures. Moving Australia's pictures. gift to the United States. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Australia. Yes, that and Foster's beer. Anyway, uh, what else you got on the list there, Maestro? Four, three, two, one. Let me know. Let me 
Ah, Major Tom by Peter Schilling. Yes. He is German. German, as if you couldn't tell by the keyboards and the thick German That is German kind of giveaway. Yeah. Actually, this song was originally recorded in German. Yes. Or so they say. And uh, in case you're wondering, yes, it is a retelling of the David Bowie song Space Oddity. Yes, it is. Do you prefer it to the original? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a big no. I like it. I think it's a nice song. It's okay, Our producer but tells it's us no that, Bowie. No, well, what is, really? Our producer tells us that it's his favorite song of all time. Yes, yes. In fact, I think he, be- he even has a tattoo uh, <laughs> yeah. in a strategic part that says Major Tom. <laughs> oh, <laughs> For some no. reason, he won't show it to us, though. I know, I know. Well, I'm not going to show you my tattoo. You have a tattoo? No, I don't. <laughs> Did you ever want a tattoo? Yeah, I've been pondering a tattoo for about five years, five years but I haven't geez. been drunk enough yet. Really? What would it be? Yeah. Um, it see because it would be like a Chinese symbol. So for you what? know, the Chinese symbol for adversity, which is also opportunity. It oh, means that's the right. same thing. So. Yeah, I would, I'm always afraid of doing the old, uh, you know. Oriental or Asian symbol because yeah. you never know if they're really giving you what yeah. you asked for. for or it says like, "I'm a or, wanker." You know? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I would Can just you- <laughs> I would just go and get that tattoo. Yeah, just I, I want the one that says "I'm a wanker" and I'd put it on the back of my neck, neck. and that way, oh, and yeah. way people would like walking behind me. Just if you hear them bust up laughing, you, <laughs> and then you you'd go, know why they get it. They speak. Yeah. I was out this weekend, and there was a guy with a tattoo on his head. Really? Uh, his entire bald head had a tattoo on it. It was disturbing. <laughs> but no, I about, let's see, well, I would have still been married. So about six years ago, I did a pinky swear with a friend of mine and my ex-husband on New Year's Eve, a very drunken pinky swear, that he would get a tattoo and I would get my navel pierced. So if did- I do a pinky swear... Did you get I your, don't go back. Is your navel pierced? My navel is pierced. Can we yes. see it? Let's see it. Uh, no. No, you can't. Yeah. Well, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> not today. That is the most skin I've seen in <laughs> since the uh, famous beach episode of Stuck in the 80s. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, so I did get my navel pierced, but I could always take that off. But he um, got a giant Bucks tattoo on uh. his back. Oh. <laughs> and God. it's red. So you can't ever get rid of red, I guess, is, is one of the colors. Yeah. I don't, yeah. But also, since there have been a lot of drinking, oh, yeah, he was he was feeling the pain, and <laughs> there was a lot of bleeding. It was very oh, disturbing. God, it was disturbed. horrible. This is bad. Oh. All brought on by just one song by a German. Yes, by a German. We can blame the Germans for this, too. Again, <laughs> Again with the Germans. Anyway, so Peter uh, still lives in Munich, Germany, a town I've been to. Excellent beer halls. Oh. Um, I don't recommend the soft pretzels. The uh, <laughs> He also formed a side project called the Space Pilots, which I guess, you know, okay, dude, we get it. You're really into we're space. space. So. Yeah. They were big in Japan, though. Were they? Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. How about Australia? Uh, no. <laughs> the Australians were too busy singing the other uh, song. What, what about, about me? me? Yeah, yeah they me. didn't have time for it. Is a major su- it is a superior song. What's next on the list, Maestro? Don't tell 
recognize them. Yeah. The Red Rockers, China. China. And you know, I never knew the name of the song or the band, obviously, because I didn't know it's they hard were to singing make out- China. <laughs> what do you think I they were know, singing? I don't know what they were singing, apparently. I have to add that to the list of songs that we didn't quite know what it meant. Yes, no. I still, I China. Never... I don't know what I thought I they thought were singing, it, I th- but it wasn't China. I thought they were singing like, like sign up, sign up, or, or try on, or, try. or I don't know, <laughs> I don't know, but I didn't know it was China. But uh, they are from New Orleans, really. Yep, hmm. probably the only '80s band from New Orleans. No I kidding. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, Concrete Blonde. No, no, they're from no California, so right. I take it back. No. Formed in 1979, broke up in 1985, and that is all we will ever know no. about the which Red is Rockers. still about five more facts than we know about OXO. Right. So. What's next on our parade through time? Kaja Gugu. Kaja Gugu. And uh, let's just get this out of the way right now. The name of the band. I once I was once urging all of us let's do a show about just bands with stupid names. Stupid names. And, They'd be right uh, up there. Surely they had it. Supposedly, then again, their lead singer's name was Lamal. It's supposed to be an, uh, an acronym or acronym, an acronym or, or for like a, anagram. Anagram. That's it. Acronym would be for NASCAR. something um, <laughs> something oh, very British that he, his name I can't remember. Yeah, Kaja Gugu supposedly is. If you write out the phonetics of a baby's first sounds, which would be gaga goo goo, and then add some uh, alteration to it, you come up with kaja. Kaja goo goo. That would be the way like Nick Rhodes would have said it. Because you remember Rhodes. he would always say Jaran Jaran. Oh, <laughs> well, only he could do that and sound cool. I, I know, not me. Punch me. Actually, well, yeah. funny you mentioned Nick Rhodes because wasn't yeah. weren't they oh, produced by? They him? were produced. Yeah, it was no coincidence that I brought them up. It almost sounds. Do you, do you think he plays the keyboards on that tune? Because uh, it really sounds. Yeah. It sounds well, like him. Yeah, it does. But uh, they're still around. Actually, they were here in town in Tampa Bay. I think in the last couple of months they played at the Largo Cultural Center. Ooh. And I think they were asking thirty five bucks a ticket. What? I'm for, like, I'm like, for is it what? the original? Is like Lamal stolen Who in, knows? or is it without? It, oh, it, it could be a Kasha Google cover band. I'm not paying. <laughs> I know. I don't I care. Who it is. I, I don't care if I'm like the only one in the audience. I'm not paying thirty five dollars to see someone play Too Shy. I know it. What's next? Thomas Dolby. Thomas Dolby. He's touring again. Did you know that? No, I didn't. And of course, he's not going to come down to Southeast uh, the United no. States. Nobody does. No. I think he's apparently Kajagugu. <laughs> Kajagugu. I would pay thirty five dollars to see uh, Thomas, Thomas Dolby. Dolby. I'd pay yeah. pretty much any amount of money to see Thomas wow. Dolby. I was a big fan of his, and I hope to have him on the podcast one day oh. as a guest. But uh, well, now now that you're Mr. Big Award winner, maybe you have more oh, pool. Stop it! Stop yes, it. for those who don't know, 
our Mr. Steve Spears' blog has won um, a National Online Association Award. Am I? No, I'm... Online News Association. Online News Association Award. Best online commentary. Yes, for medium market. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, it, it's, a, it's a tribute to all the 80s fans out there that, you know, we were able to, to build a blog that people actually loved and uh, read and... Came and visited, so I'm happy yeah. about it. Yeah, it's, it's we're like, so proud of you. <laughs> Our little boy has grown up. <laughs> no, he is not. I'm still all about the wiener jokes and drinking. Well, yeah, I would say that grown up. But uh, Thomas Dolby, I, you know, it's funny because this is probably his least favorite song, according to interviews I read. Yeah, and probably. You know, I don't blame him. I mean, it's been overplayed. Oh, yeah. beyond all belief. No kidding. I'm not sure anybody really knows what it's about, except for maybe him. The um, the name of the guy who's sampled throughout the song is Magnus Pike. She blinded me with silence. Oh, yeah. Him. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere around the world, someone's going, aha. Aha. I believe he was a British TV star in the 80s. And so when you hear him going, science, that's mad. Oh, okay, okay, Pike. okay, okay. Um, I got you. If I, and I hate to call Dolby a one-hit wonder. Actually, you're not allowed to say Dolby. That's, that's one of the things. You're not allowed to call him that? He, no. Does he go because, by his real name now? No. His real name is Thomas Morgan Robertson, which is just so catchy. Yeah. But he, he, started, he got called it's Dolby. So British. His friends started calling him Dolby because he liked to tinker around in the studio a lot. And he is almost like a real wonk when it comes to uh, sound engineering and stuff like that. In fact, when he left the music biz in the 80s, he went on and formed a company called Beatneck, which uh, creates the ringtone software that's used in uh, mobile telephones. Oh, so he's probably sitting pretty. Yeah, he can pretty much do whatever he wants. I, I'm, I don't want to call him a one-hit wonder because my favorite Thomas Dolby song is uh, uh, Europa and the Pirate Twins. Yeah. Or uh, one of our th- uh, yeah, you I don't, don't know that song. No. Okay, let me let me. Ed- I'm, I'm, oh no, Dave is been- sending me to my room. <laughs> I've been banished from stuck in the eighties. <laughs> you and Sean Bailey both. Next oh, week, yeah. yeah. Next week, it's just. I'm just me. sitting here staring at an empty chair it's that funny. once had Sean in it. We actually set up his chair and everything today, and it. His microphone and his little headphones <laughs> his are hanging. His little headphones that he always complains about are they're right hanging, there. They're hanging off his uh, microphone. It's so lonely. There's no runts today, so don't worry, Sean. Yeah, no. He's on vacation. The guy gets more vacation than uh, George Bush. But no kidding. Uh, he earns it. He's He does. He does. He does. So anyway, shall we uh, bury Thomas Dole? I don't want to bury Thomas No. Dole. I am not here no, to bury him. No, because then you say that him. and he's... He'll be dead next week, and no, it'll be all your fault. I don't even say that. I, I, it is my life ambition to see him play live. Okay. That in Asia. <laughs> I'm so Okay, I'll be with you on I the have first very, one, but... I have very small goals in my life. I know, I know. <laughs> What's next on the list? Country is not a one-hit wonder. Uh, How did that sneak on the list? I know. That's not They're fair. They're not. I love them. I had that album, The Crossing. Oh, yeah. I, that's one of the ones I've had on record, tape, and CD. I don't have it on CD yet. No, it's I great. think I might have to go pick it up. 1983. They um, also had a song. nostalgic uh, for them. Fields of Fire was their yeah. other big song. No. But 
here in the U.S., of course, because we have absolutely no taste when it comes to music. It's true. The only big um, hit for them over here was indeed in a big country. In a big country. And it's yeah. a great song. I love how the guitar sounds like a bagpipe. Oh, I know. I know. And I, I tried to look up on the internet, how do they do that? I mean, because I know it's not a bagpipe, obviously. No. Although it would be really cool if it was, especially since they're a Scottish band. Exactly. They said, according to the internet, it is, and this is probably way too much information, through the use of the MRX Pitch Transposer 129 guitar effect, which is actually, coincidentally, what I have tattooed. On, my back. <laughs> on your back, yeah. exactly. I mean, it took a lot of ink, but it was well worth it. Yes, it was. It so. didn't cover it up that Frankie goes to Hollywood tattoo. You yeah, had. I, who would have known that that would just turn embarrassing? I know. Once I realized what relax meant. What else we got? That's not a song. That's the name that tune theme song. Exactly. We, we were have tricked. Been, we've been tricked by the maestro. I hey, know. we haven't done one of these in a long time. I know. I feel bad. People like this feature. I know, and they could always win nothing from hey, us. Hey, we got stuff. Actually, I have a lot of stuff right now because okay. we have leftover goodies from the Tampa Theater show. Yes, so we because have t- you know they were they weren't guessing anything. Yeah. So, you so know, we, we had lots of swag left. Lots of swag, and we have some some of the stuck in the eighties magnets. We have some TBT T shirts, and TBT is one of our websites that sponsors uh, stuck in the eighties. They're t- short for Tampa Bay Times, and. I it says it in small. Print. It's very small. You can barely read it. Nobody at the competition listens to our podcast. Oh, that's true. The uh, <laughs> Anyway, last time we convened this little feature, here was the tunage that was the challenge. Very tricky. and uh, But not tricky enough for Kathy. She knew what it was all along. Yeah. Because it was actually one of the songs from this week's show. That's, uh, <laughs> yes, it's obviously uh, Too Shy by Kaja yes, Goo Goo. So exactly. We fooled nobody in this no. room with that particular song. Kaja. Didn't they go on to become just Kaja? Or just Goo Goo. Goo Goo. <laughs> no, that's the Goo Goo doll. That's another really stupid name. Yeah. We did actually have two winners. Mark Hickson of Scottsdale, Pennsylvania, and our old buddy Colleen Kelly from Crystal Lake, wow. Illinois. Only two winners. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Either wow. either it was that hard, or people just don't care anymore. <laughs> they just don't care because we're because they're like, wait, we're we, going to win a used napkin yeah, from Steve. Yeah, I've been saving those. No one's asked for them. Yet. I know. The uh, here's the song for this week. Tricky, mm-hmm. but not impossible. No. Anyway, you know the drill. If you know the name of the song and the name of the artist, emails at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. We will let you know if you're a wiener, and we will send you something uh, fun to play with. Not that that should ever be in the same sentence. No. No. Sorry about that. That's the ghost (laughs) of Sean. Kelly from Crystal Lake, Illinois, and I love your podcast because I'm stuck in the 80s. Speaking of the ghost of Sean, show me the <laughs> navel piercing again. No! Come on! No, 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 Come on. no, no. Like, can I touch it? Uh, I, I want to fiddle with it. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sean, come back. <laughs> Sean would be. <laughs> you think Sean would be any better about that? Uh, no. no. Oh man. No. Okay. Well, back to the hits. What was the next hit on the list? Oh, 
Tracy Ullman. That's Tracy. a happy song. I know. Isn't I love it? Like, that song. It made you forget all about my trying to molest your navel. Oh, God. Play it again. <laughs> <laughs> Puppies. No, Tracy Ullman, of course, um, she was actually quite the singer before she went on to become you know, a really big TV star. Oh, I know. I know. Supposedly had She's s- very talented. She is. She's a renaissance woman. <laughs> She formed her own movement. She the, did. <laughs> she actually had six songs in the British Top 100 in less than two years. Wow. And uh, I love the video for this particular song. Oh, Remember? yeah. Because yeah. it has Paul McCartney driving around a little car. Yes, and, yes. And she's but, got the big old beehive. Yeah. It does, it's like, it does have that real 50s, 60s yes. feel to it. Yes. She was, um, I guess Paul was in the video because she was filming a minor part in his movie Give My Regards to Broad Street. Oh god. Which is that's right. A horrible movie. <laughs> yeah, but if Paul calls you up and says, "Do you want a cameo in my movie?" Are well, you going to say no? He did no, call earlier not. and I just wasn't here. Uh, exactly. But, uh, I'm sorry. I, I love that movie Paul, for the song. I love you if you're out there. <laughs> yes. We will be in your next. We'll be in Give we'll My Regards to Broad Street 2. <laughs> 2. As long as it's better than Grease 2. You know, the other thing that Tracy Ullman's obviously known for is her TV. Didn't The Simpsons start off as a short bit? Yes, on, on her show. I mean, isn't She's, that? Yeah. So she can be, she can take a little bit of credit for the success of The Simpsons. I know. Anyway, that's all we've got time for this week on Stuck yes. in the 80s. Join us next week when we promise we will have far fewer references to uh, naval piercings. Yes, uh, and, because uh, I'm going to have mine removed by next week. <laughs> And I think Sean's actually going to be here because we're going to talk about oh yeah Halloween Halloween in the eighties oh, horror my movies favorite. pixie sticks egging people's houses oh yes my ah. favorite ho- my favorite decade and my favorite holiday I know so there you go. they collide together they collide. will there be any survivors no tune in next week to find out in the meantime hey Kathy and I are here stuck hopelessly in the eighties ciao Stuck in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. The show is engineered by Dave Morrison. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. This is like one of your favorite songs, isn't it? It was for my ex-wife. Go figure. My favorite song of all time is a uh, theme from Silver Spoons. <laughs>